Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. Are you sending direct mail? Is your phone ringing off the hook with motivated seller calls? If it's not, it's probably because you're not marketing. One of my favorite ways to reach motivated sellers is by using direct mail. And the reason is, is I can target those who may have recently got a divorce or who have inherited a property from a death, um, and so on and so forth. I can also target high equity. I can target absentee owners. And it is a tried and true way to get your message out. And more importantly than that, to get your phone ringing. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail so you can see the exact mail provider that I use. I want to share them with you. They do letters and postcards. Letters as low as 59 cents and postcards as low as 39 cents. Mike and I send hundreds, if not thousands, of postcards and letters to motivated sellers in our market every single week. Reason is, is because it works, and we are going to continue to send direct mail because it works. So if you're not using a mail provider already, we want to share with you the company that we use and they will hook you guys up with special pricing. Mention David Dodge or Mike Slane when you contact them. Go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail to get more information. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Show. Uh, today, we're going to do a quick recap. We want to introduce ourselves again. It's been, what is it, about 215, 220 episodes, somewhere around there. Yeah, too. it's been that many? It's been a lot, man. Wow, yeah, if wow. you look at, uh, we put the episode counter on there a while back just to kind of help us keep track and keep it in perspective. So we want to go and really just reintroduce ourselves to everyone because it's difficult to get all the way back to the first couple episodes. I know that when I'm mm. scrolling through podcasts, I always want to go back and check out the people's first content. It's just difficult. Like, I don't know. So you get distracted or whatever. So that's a great really, question. When you, when you, I don't even know how, when you listen to podcasts, do you start at one? Or do I you, do a lot of the time. Yeah. Or do you start at two fifty five? Well, also, if that's how many they have, if somebody says, Hey, you got to check out this podcast, I'll go in and listen to one or two. And if I like it, yeah, I'll try to go back. Yeah, yeah. I do too, man. Yeah. I do too. Like, but it, that's, yeah. that's an investment, but it's an investment. It's You're like, talking about like a hundred hours in some cases, or in our case, like 200. Dude, it's like a, it's like series. You used to be like, Oh, I'm a fan of, friends or whatever right like back in the day and you'd like you'd catch most of the episodes you couldn't watch the whole series now with netflix dude you go back and you watch every freaking episode in order in order yeah. and some people you've watched it three four five times you know like the office is my go-to like yep. i've probably watched that whole whole thing 50 times in the background of my you know working and whatever Love it. So, so who we are? Who we are? What guys? is wholesaling? <laughs> we, apparently we both like tv and podcasts that's we right like to listen to them a lot 
So my name is Michael Slane. Uh, I'm a real estate investor. I really started, I mean, I was interested probably way before this, uh, but I started back in 2009. This is after I graduated college and got the day job because, again, you got to do that rich dad, poor dad thing, which is go to work, uh, get a real job, all that stuff, which is what I did. And uh, then I bought my first investment property, which was very exciting. It was a four-family property. Uh, bought it in 2009. Uh, thought this is great, but uh, I still have to work for a job. I had to work to get that loan, et cetera, et cetera. And said, this just isn't working for me. Bought another couple rentals. Uh, was single at the time. Just reduced my cost of living down to almost nothing. Had rental properties that paid my bills and said, okay, I'm out. Like, I'm going to, this is not a way to live. I am surviving, but I got enough rental income that I'm surviving. I'm out. I don't need this day job anymore. I can't do this anymore. So I quit. And that was one of my bigger mistakes, guys, because I should have got more loans when I could. Mm. But again, that's retrospect, right? So I quit the day job, jumped right into wholesaling uh, full time and said, I'm going to do this. And I hadn't wholesaled a single deal. <laughs> again, this is a mistake. <laughs> don't do that. But that's what I did. Uh, so couple years later, fast forward a couple years later, start working with Dave. We're wholesaling left and right. Now we're crushing it, doing a whole bunch of deals, enjoying our time together. We like uh, talking about wholesaling. We, we like uh, buying rentals together. We started doing the Burr method together, which is another way to acquire rentals. Very cool. We'll talk about that later. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. Dave, who are you? What's your uh, wholesaling? Good intro, doing? Mike. Good intro. Thank you. I like that. So um, been wholesaling with Mike six years, I guess, at this point. Um, We've done about 500 deals together, give or take. Um, and together, we have a portfolio of almost 70 properties. The door count's like 80 or 90, though. Mm -hmm. we, we need to kind of change that we up. We should. I call it 100 because I... <laughs> well, in terms of doors, yeah. yeah but we, we look man. at properties yeah. in terms of addresses. But whatever. Either way. Um, and I just have a passion for teaching people this business. I have a passion for teaching people... How to buy at a discount because, and I was telling a student last night, you know, when whenever you buy a property um, at a discount, you have a lot of opportunity at that point. You have you have the ability to go rehab that property or to fix and flip or to wholesale it, right? You have all the, the, the options. They open up. But when you're not buying at a discount, it's very difficult to reduce your risk. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, when I buy a property, I'm not always looking you know, at how much money I'm going to make. I'm, I'm looking at, am I buying this cheap enough to where I can screw up a hundred times and still break even, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's, it's fun at this point. So you got, you know, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. So my passion is teaching people how to market direct to motivated sellers so they can get a deal on a piece of property, therefore giving them the ability to wholesale, fix and flip, rental, and even do all three of those and screw up and still make money. So and that's I, really what I love. Well, when I teach. started buying retail, and Dave, how did you start? What was your beginning? Yeah, so great question. With this is who we are, so mm -hmm. I, I took that and I ran down a rabbit hole, of course. That's what I do. I'll keep you focused. Don't <laughs> worry about it. But, um, yeah, so I've been investing, Mike, for going on 16 years. I'll be 36, like, next week, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be 16 years. The first 11, 10, 11 years, bought houses retail. One or two a year as rentals. Didn't flip anything for the first 10 years. Five, six years ago, right about the time I met you, I learned about this motivated seller thing. Like, there's these people out there, Mike, and they're, like, motivated. Like, what? Are you kidding me? And they will give you or sell you a house or trade you a house for a crazy amount of convenience. And, I'm, mm -hmm. and I learned that, and I haven't paid retail 
since, Mike. So, you know, I, I started out not knowing that. And if you could take one thing away from today, learn that now. Don't spend 10 years paying retail like I did. Start learning how to find those motivated sellers. Right? One of the things my wife always says, she'll send me these properties on Zillow all the time. And I'm like, well, that's crazy high. That's too much. She's like, you can offer less. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. So I was teasing that that's like. <laughs> Your wife's coaching you on wholesaling, man. I love that's it. like some secret that she came up with. Oh, mm. we can offer less, you know? Yeah, you don't have to so, offer what they have. So, again, that's super, super important is buying at a discount. Hence, why we like to refer to ourselves as the discount property investors because right. it is so fundamental uh, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Like Dave said, it gives you all those options. And one of those options, which we love, is wholesaling. Dave, let's talk a little bit about what is wholesaling. Absolutely. So what it is, man, in my opinion, wholesaling is flipping paperwork. Like That's the simplest way to look at it, right? It is using contracts to control properties so you can market that contract for sale. And you essentially secure a property with a piece of paper, uh, or you secure interest in it. I should, excuse me, I should say, with a piece of paper, and then you sell that piece of paper. So this is something that we were talking about last night with one of the students that we had on. Is, you know, you see probably on Facebook or on YouTube or just ads like, "Hey, flip houses with little to no money." Well, guess what? Like you can do that. Mike and I have done that about four hundred and fifty times out of five hundred. Little to no money, like you're talking 10 bucks, 100 bucks, maybe 250 bucks at the most. And, and what that is, is that's the earnest money deposit that we have to put into escrow to legally be able to do that deal. But that's it, Mike. I mean, we have flipped houses 450 grand, 650 grand. I think the biggest one that we've wholesaled was probably about seven or 800 grand. And we literally had like $100 or $250 invested in that deal, right? However, and again, you hear this all the time, you could flip houses with little to no money. It sounds so great. But really, though, you have to buy those leads or spend time getting those leads. The leads aren't free. Flipping the house is the easy part. So when it comes to wholesaling, it's a marketing business. That's key. That's what I was, that's where I was, I was going. I'm going to let going. Yes. That's where I was hoping you were going. Is that <laughs> this is a marketing it's business. It's a marketing business. And this is something that Dave says, and it took me a while to really agree is that wholesaling is not investing in real estate. Not at all. Wholesaling is a marketing business. You are marketing to motivated sellers. That's what you have to do. You have to find someone who has a property that is a problem for them that they need solved. That Absolutely. is who you're looking for. You are marketing to motivated sellers. So then getting into the nuts and bolts of what is wholesaling. Dave, you mentioned before is you're buying it at a great price. And then you're selling it at a good price. I think you said Yeah, that so it's all. a marketing business, guys. You market to find these sellers. You make low offers. If, you're, if your offer isn't embarrassing, it's too high. I mean, it's got to be at least a little bit embarrassing. I mean, Mike, we use a little, a little formula called the MAO formula, which I don't even want to get into. But essentially what it does is it discounts a property to about half, mm -hmm. justifiably. So regardless of the repairs, now obviously that's very important. But, you know, if it needs 20 grand or 30 grand or 40 grand, regardless, typically we're buying properties at about half of what they will be worth. Not what they're worth today, but what they will be worth. Sometimes more, sometimes less. We use a little formula and that's what it is. So wholesaling is controlling properties with contracts. And again, we love doing this, guys. We do this all day, every day. And then we sell the paperwork, right? We literally tie it up with the contract. We sell the paperwork. And we get out of the way. So you don't need a lot of money to do that. But the marketing business, and we're going to circle back, 
is how you get those leads. And that requires time, money, and in often cases, most cases, both, mm-hmm. right? One of the things I like to talk about with wholesaling when you get objections, people say, well, isn't that illegal tying up a property or tying something up and um, you know not closing on it and trying to sell it off? So the way that I retort to that or reply to that is think about any other business. Think about Walmart. So Walmart is this bohemian now, right? They buy yeah. tons and tons and Walmart tons of product, right? So they have all this inventory on their shelves, but they have payment terms with their suppliers. So think of uh, poor little, let's say, Crest slash Tay or slash, you know, Procter & Gamble. They're not a poor little company. They got plenty of money. What do they do? They say, okay, Walmart, we'll sell you a million tubes of toothpaste and we'll give you net 90 terms, meaning... We're going to ship them to you. Then you got to pay us the, the amount due in 90 days. So, so oftentimes, Mike, they don't pay until they sell it. That's exactly where I'm headed, Dave. Yep. Sometimes they've sold that product already. Walmart gets money in the bank, and then they pay for the toothpaste. 90 days after they sell it. Exactly. <laughs> because Walmart yes. is very, very quick with their inventory. Yes. So what happens is they've essentially bought something, agreed to buy it. So they have a contract with Crest or Procter & Gamble or whoever's making that toothpaste. They say, I'm going to pay you for this in 90 days. Just go ahead and ship me a million tubes. Yeah. So then they've got this million <laughs> tubes of toothpaste. They put them out all, all over the... <laughs> probably. I mean, it, it realistically, it probably is. They put all these toothpaste out there. Consumers come, pay for the, the product. Then they use that money that the consumer put into the AT... Or, you know, put paid Walmart. Paid them, right. They use that money to then go pay Procter & Gamble. That's the exact same thing what their, we do with property. Exactly. They take out their profit. Same thing, our inventory is houses with wholesaling. You go out to a motivated seller. You find these motivated sellers who are willing to sell at a discount. You say, I would like to buy this for, let's just give a round number example. I say, grand. this $100,000 house, I would like to buy it. Will you sell it to me for 50000 if I can close in three weeks, three weeks or less? Uh, be a cash offer. You won't have to worry about banks. The seller says yes. And you don't have to do any painting, cleaning. You don't want to cut the grass anymore? Great. Walk away. I'll handle it. That's the thing. We offer convenience. That's it. That's all we're doing. And really, you know, let's take a step back, Mike. When it comes to wholesaling, we are basically liquidity makers for real estate, right? Stocks are very liquid as long as it's a trading day and you're within the trading hours. You can buy and sell, and usually you have to wait three days to clear to get it out, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very liquid in my opinion. If it's Monday morning and you need money Friday and you got stocks, you can get it. Real estate's not as liquid, right? I mean, typically you're looking at, I'd say, two and a half months, you know, minimum with an average probably cash out time closer to three to three and a half months on average, right? Because there's a process to that. So what's that process look like? Well, I decide today I want to sell. So now I go and I look and I fire and I hire an agent. Fire one before you hire one. That's my motto here. (laughs) I'm going to hire myself an agent. They're going to go and they're going to uh, take photos and they're going to make a suggested number. And it's not a promise because they're not the buyer. They're just saying, we think by looking at the other data on the market that we're going to get you X for it. And then it's listed. And it may sell right away. It may not. You may have to drop the price. Once you do get a buyer, they're going to want to do inspections. They're most likely going to have a loan. I mean, what percentage of buyers don't on the retail market? Retail Very little. Almost, yeah. 5% or less probably. They're always going to have a loan almost. Sometimes you have to pay for their inspections depending on the loan they choose. And then that lending process is probably going to add a month or 45 days if they're not already in the middle of it. And then it's got to appraise. 
And then you have what's called seller concessions, which means that when they send their inspectors in and they give you that 72-page report of all the shit that could, that's wrong with the house, you either have to go fix all that stuff or you have to then give them a credit so they can fix it. And depending on the loan, again, a lot of those items may be required to be fixed. The bank won't even accept a credit. They want that roof fixed or that new HVAC done before they'll even lend. So the process is long. It's not liquid. And, and then, of course, you have to pay the agent 6% roughly, right? So not only does it take you two and a half to three months on average, it could take you a year if you don't get the offers. That's best case scenario, traditionally speaking. Two and a half to three months is average today because we're in a pretty competitive seller Oh, that's market. a great point. So when, when again, it's not like that, it could be eight months. Six months, eight months. So it takes a lot Good longer. Point. So back to that example, though, about the inventory. So we put an offer on a house for 50000 seller accepts it, and because they want that liquidity. They want that cash today. They want to be able to get rid of this house as quickly as possible. So then you, as the wholesaler, go out there. You hustle. You say, hey, I got this great deal on a house. It's a $100,000 house. I want to sell it for $60,000. You contract with a buyer, a cash buyer, for $60,000. They come in. They buy that house for from you for sixty. dollars who then you go buy it for 50, just like Walmart was doing with the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're just literally just inserting yourself in the middle. You're creating liquidity for the seller by finding that seller and matching it up with someone who is a real estate investor. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, either a landlord or a uh, flipper. That's usually who your client is going to be. And again, they focus on the landlording or the flipping. They're not out there motivated or finding motivated sellers like you are. So it's just another piece in this puzzle and it all works together. Very, very good. You create win-win-win situations. That's very important as well. This seller you're not taking advantage of. You are helping them 90% of the time. I would say our sellers are super, super grateful to us. when we're. I would say 100% recently. Because we tell every seller we talk to, or at least I do, Mike, I know you do as well, is I'm an investor. I don't pay retail. I'm buying your house to make a profit. So even if they know that they're giving us a bigger discount than they maybe should, they know from the get-go that we're doing this for a profit. So, you know, Mike, we bought 100 houses last year, like 98 or something to be exact. But let's round up because it sounds cool. Yeah. 100 houses. easy because that's what we shoot for. Yeah, right. 100. But how many of them did we need? I don't know, zero. Zero. We didn't need a single house that we bought. And I tell that to the, to the sellers too. Listen, I don't need your house. I don't. But if you're willing to exchange it to me at a discount, like, you know, trade it to me at a discount for me giving you a massive crazy amount of convenience, well, this is a win-win situation. Wouldn't you agree? And the answer is always yes, 100% of the time. Because mm-hmm. if it's not, then I say, don't sell it to me. Go hire that agent. Take that gamble of waiting a minimum of three to four months. In most cases, it could be a year. And if you can get more, great. Like, I'm not upset. I'm actually telling you, go get more money. But the, but the, but the problem with that is, is there's no guarantee. The agent may require you to make repairs and paint before they even want to list it for you. And then you're going to be sitting on the market, again, with no guarantee. So when we say we can come in, we can buy a house in seven days or less, which is possible, that's quick compared to three or four months. Traditionally speaking, it's going to be, you know, more like three weeks. But still, three weeks versus 12? Come on, that is great. So again, we are here to provide liquidity to the real estate market. And that's it. So when it comes to wholesaling, because that is the episode title, what is wholesaling and who we are, 
Um, we are essentially buying great and selling good, but we're not really buying. Let me, let me rephrase. We are using contracts to control at a great price, and then we are selling the contract at a good price, and we make that spread. Wish I had a drum. That's it. That's it. It's done. Bust out them sound effects, baby. We got a drum drum on your. So that's what it is, and and guys, that's who we are. So again, if you're just kind of catching up on on this on this podcast, again, you know we're 200 plus episodes in. Um, We haven't done you know who we are and what it is in a while. So this is a really really great refresher. Um, As always, go check out free wholesale course. That's where we push everybody. Um, you're going to learn what it is, how it works, and that it's a marketing business. And we're going to show you some of the marketing techniques that we use in our own business every single day. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.